Today, I spoke with Amin, who, quite frankly, is an entrepreneur, a rapper, music producer. He has he is a man who wears many, many hats. And one of the great things we got into a discussion about today is many of the modern problems facing young men. Two, one. Good afternoon from me. Good evening, I guess, from Aman. And welcome to the David Watson podcast, I mean. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Oh, no, the, the, the honor and pleasure is mine. And, uh, and like I said, like I said earlier, you know, I genuinely appreciate you, uh, reaching out and making the effort to come on. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's just for me that that's fantastic. And, uh, uh, yeah, and it's very flattering as well. So I do appreciate it. And thank, thank you. Thank you. And you and your yeah. team, thank you very much for doing the logo and everything so quickly. It's, it's just amazing. I'm very impressed, you know. Thank you so much. So one of the things before we get into the um the mental health stuff that you and I were talking about before we started recording is you you are actually a rapper, musician, producer. You've got uh and is it the album is called Painkiller? Yes, exactly. And how how did all of that come about? Uh so it's a long story. I used to uh, talk to one of my friends. He was uh, struggling and he's so depressed and he got anxiety. So I was talking to him while he was in Dubai, actually. So we were in a phone call. So after three to four hours, uh, he was talking to me and helping him to discover and how to solve his own problems. So he told me the next day, like, I feel so much better. Thank you so much. Your words, your, uh, your voice have so many positive energy. So then people came and reaching me out. I was, uh, I just made a snap, a quick snap. I said like, guys, if you're depressed, if you're sad, just come and talk to me and a smiley emoji. So I was just uh, like uh, making it as a joke, but people took it seriously and they came and uh, actually needed help. So I've helped so many people like seven, 10, 20, most of them, girls and boys, how to solve their problems and what they can do. So that's why I was like, I can help them with music. So let me, let me begin with, uh, with that subject. So I was sick. I went to a hospital. So the nurse gave me a painkiller. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take that. I'm going to name my album a painkiller. So that's why I got that uh, album because it, it, it reduces body pain and everything that painkiller injection. So that's why I was like, I can uh, stop people's pain while listening to the album from the beginning till the last album. And it's, it's still an incomplete album. Mm-hmm. But you've you've started putting tracks up and stuff for people to listen to on YouTube, haven't you? Exactly. Yeah. Every Friday there is a new track on the uh, on the album. There will be so many songs, different kind of genres, and uh, yeah. So people even could know the subjects and topics. It's about heartbreaking and life and problems. So many things, like many different uh, categories, even. Yeah, because it's so. How what's what's your process for? when you're making a song because if you're if you're knocking one out every sort of seven days and to have it released by every friday what's the process that you're going through to do that so basically i've been uh like uh suffering from so many things to be honest with you and uh making music is actually even hard to know what kind of people would listen to it who would listen to these kind of music and everything where it's going to be played in the car, in the bar, in the FM, in the radios, on the phone, who would listen to it? So to be honest with you, I have 73 unreleased music. I was working on music since I was uh, maybe around 16, but I mm-hmm. couldn't release it because I was afraid of the society. If they're yeah. going to accept me or not. Yeah. So I was afraid actually, to be honest with you, to release it. And I was coming, like I got the heat in my blood so I was making music, writing lyrics all the day and everything and getting bigger and practicing more and more freestyling, by the way. So I was like, okay, let me just try something else. So I was working on this uh, 73 unreleased song. So I was listening to H and everyone. So uh, there is a song I've released. It's called Under Control. So this song, I worked on it before. The lyrics were written one year ago. 
then I was working on a melody on this previous day. So then it comes out and choosing the right beat and choosing everything and mixing it and then putting it out. So I have so many unreleased music and still I'm planning to release it maybe two years later. There are so many projects because it's all about timing. If you yeah. manage the time, yeah, and, and it's going to be a success song. It's going to be a hit for everyone. So that's why I less focus on the views. I care more about people when they're happy. This is what I care. So where, where, where did that come from then? The, the trying to help other people? Um, I really got uh, inspired, like one of my uh, cousins, she's actually studying in Amazon College. And uh, she's actually like, she loved like psychology and everything. She watched so many mm -hmm. documentaries as well. So, um, so when, when she's depressed, when I'm sad, when I'm depressed as well, we talk to each other. We try to solve problems. Like we're discussing about business. We're discussing yeah. about so much. Yeah, we take it as a big, like why we are sad, why we are crying for these kind of stuffs and everything. So for helping people, then we tried, like she said, okay, I'm in this and that. This is what I learned today in the college. This is what I did. And by the way, I'm, 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 uh, I'm studying as well, but not psychology. It's in uh, IT, IT programming and cybersecurity and so on. So I try to read so many books. For example, uh, Don't Panic is one of my favorite books I've actually read, uh, written. And um, it actually like helped me so with so many things. It's like the girl she wrote, the author, when she wrote this uh, book, it's like she's talking to me. Not I'm reading it or anything. Like she's texting me right now. So this is what uh, really inspired me. So while helping people um, is actually... It depends and it, it actually shows to people who are you. Because there are so many people who hate me with no reason. They don't have any reason to hate me, but they hate me just because I'm doing so many new stuff and learning new things. And maybe I'm a better looking person and maybe I attract women or anything. I don't know. So there are fans, oh, he have fans, oh, he have this and everything. So that's why maybe that's the most uh, main reason boys hate me or girls hate me. They don't watch me. And a lot of people just sneak on my pages, sneak on my music or oh, what he's doing. Oh, should I listen to his new song? So they think I'm a bad guy because they listened bad things about me, which I didn't do. You got my point? So they be talking a lot of like trash talking. I mean, did this, I mean that, I mean this, I mean, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't do any things of them. And mm -hmm. I'm still like, I still want to know why they're blaming me in so many situations. Why am I the real problem? I'm trying here to do so many things and make it in a perfect way. So that's why I've started to helping so many people and try to share so many positive things. Because even uh, David, when I was sad when I was depressed, when I was lonely, no one called me. Yeah. No one even texted me. No one even cared about me. Yeah, we, we don't talk about family. Family members are, we, we should just keep them aside. But our friends, the people who are closest to us, the people we share our secrets with, they don't care. No one cared for me. No one did this. And so, so on, I was like, okay, if there is anyone who's feeling like me, they must know that you're not alone. This can I, I just got this on my mind to everyone who's watching this. If you're sad, if you're alone, if you're stressed, and if you're depressed, if you're heartbroken, tell me and be honest with me, what's keeping you alive right now? Pause this video, watch it, comment down below. What's keeping you alive right now? If you're sad, if you're insecure, if so many things are going in your life, ask this like main question to yourself before you go to sleep, five minutes and you're going to get the answer why you're alive, why you want to do this, why you're making bad decisions, who, are, who uh, people are with you and who is in your circle, your friends, your family, choose them wisely. Who's doing bad things? Who's doing the right things? So that's the question I would like to ask and I would like to see the comments and I'll reply as well. Yeah, that would be great to uh, get as many comments as possible because it's, it is, I mean, you mentioned something that um, I think is a big problem and I've still, I, I get this as well, more on TikTok than I ever do on Instagram because on TikTok, you know, I've got a much bigger following and I've had a few a few clips that have sort of, you know, done like 70Ks and stuff like that. And Oh, amazing. Yeah, and thank you. And the amount of abuse I can get off people and you're just <laughs> like, it's, look, I, I, I in, in some senses, 
I don't have an answer. And in other ways, I do have answers. And it's on one hand, if you're watching a 50 second clip of me giving some advice to something that maybe typically the ones that do the best are the ones when I'm talking about someone who's been in a toxic relationship with a narcissist yeah. or something like that, and they've been left destroyed and heartbroken. So yeah. if if I'm if I've done a video just explaining why it hurts so much and that connects and resonates with seventy odd thousand people, um, then th it's a job well done. But then if you read through some of the comments and you're like, there are people who are sat there saying, well, just chucking out loads of insults. And mm -hmm. sometimes I try and engage with them and just laugh it off. And then I had one recently. He, he, he just trolled every single post that I put up. And everything from, did your mother dress you today? Have you ever thought about getting a proper haircut? Look at your teeth, you stupid bastard. Did you know what I mean? It, it just, it just it didn't, wasn't even related to anything I was talking about. It, it, it was just like, just, he was caught. I can't remember what he called me, but he called me like a budget psychologist or something. And I was just like, yeah. you know, and I tried to sort of just laugh, laugh it all off. And he's the first person I've ever blocked. And the only reason I blocked him, because he was, he was just like every day, like 10 comments a post every single day. And I was just like, after, after a week, it's just like, mate, this, this is getting boring now. And it's not my mm. fault that your life is so meaningless. This is yeah. where you're getting your kicks and your stimulus from. But yeah. ultimately, for me, and it does always depend what headspace I'm in when I see mm -hmm. the abuse. Because sometimes my headspace is untouchable and I don't care what anyone does. And then other days, if I'm having a bad day, that headspace might be a bit sensitive to someone's abuse. Yeah. Um, because I read the comments because I often reply to people who've reached out and said, look, you know, I'm really struggling. So I always just try and give them a little, hey, you know, for keeping you in my prayers yeah. today or something like that. Just, you know, don't quit. Don't give up. And sometimes I even say to people, look, go on my bio, send me an email. We can have a chat. And yeah, it's it's up to them. But if I'm in that bad place and I'm not I'm, I'm not in the mood for it. I have to remind myself that nobody who has any purpose or meaning in their life is on the internet trolling people. They just don't. Yeah. They have important things to do. So I have to remind myself that that person who's doing that probably has a really sad existence. Exactly. And if they have a really sad existence, they're probably jealous of me. Because they're taking me at face value. They don't know nothing about me. And they're wishing that they could do something they were passionate about. They're wishing that they could do something that had a purpose. They're wishing that they could do something where everyone's commenting. They're, they're wishing that the fact that you're even in their vision, the fact that you're living yeah. in their head rent free, and they're thinking of ways to give you crap, shit, and troll you on the internet, is because they yeah. don't have anything going on in their life so all they can focus on is, you know, is you or me. It's like you have to ask yourself, why are they triggered? All you've done is written a yeah. song, a song they can just yeah. click on, click past and scroll. It's, it takes less time to, to move on to the next thing than it does to open up the comment section and start typing. So you have to remind yourself if you've triggered them that much, there's a yeah. jealousy going on. What so, is it so they feel? I, I, I started my journey, uh, to be honest with you. I started my journey. Uh, sorry for interrupting, by the way. Um, I started my journey with people hating what I do. Because like, I'm providing and sharing uh, new ideas and uh, making something new. Like People not be doing it and watching something like creative. So I don't want to go too far with this, but... What's crazy about my haters that they won't stop talking. They won't stop talking about me, what I do, what I'm going through. And that right there, David, that's success. It is. It is 100%. If somebody takes yeah. the time to troll you, you're doing it right. Yeah. You, you, you have success. Because he genuinely wanted to do what you tried, what he'd yeah. been trying to do for so many years, but 
he's going to be seeing someone else is doing that. So that's why he's going to be like, oh, he did it. So he's going to be trolling and hating on you. And trust me, whoever hates something or someone is because they're jealous, as you said, the yeah. jealousy. Jealousy See, and arrogance won't it's, it's definitely one of the biggest compliments you can ever get. But you have to be in the right headspace to receive the compliment. Yeah. Well, 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 I'm happy that you laugh at them. This is what you have to do is laugh at them. It well, is. you're in the bed. You're not doing everything. I'm a hard worker. So thank you for commenting and thank you for uh, for the views. <laughs> yeah, well, I do sometimes say thank you for the comment because it helps keep me in the algorithm. Yeah. And the more yeah. you comment, the more times I end up in the algorithm. So it's always appreciated. We, we must accept because in every gen, uh, journey, there are two types of person. People who love you, people who hate you. So yeah. we must accept everyone. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to hate on me, well, thank you so much. And if you love me, well, thank you for loving me. I'm going to invite you wherever you want. Let's go. Let's have a cup of coffee. This Let's is talk. It because it, it doesn't matter how successful you become. There, there'll, always exactly. be, uh, there'll always be a section of people who, who just hate you. It's, it's just the way human nature is. You know, you could become the, the world's most famous artist. And for every yeah. fan, for every 10 fans, I'll find 10 people that think you're a waste of space. And then I'll find 10 fans who think you're the greatest thing since God. You know, you, you, you just, yeah. you, you'll never win the battle. You, and you can only focus exactly. on, on the positivity and not the people that just don't like you. It's, it's a very strange, it's a very strange thing that the internet opened up that for people like... Exactly like myself who remember the world before the internet it's not something we were ever aware of you know because mm. nine times out of ten you wouldn't be aware of people that you didn't like you never knew enough about them to not like them because yeah celebrities sports stars singers act whatever politicians it doesn't matter famous families it didn't matter you didn't know anything about them apart from how they looked in a magazine that that, that exactly. was it or a tv interview so you you never seen any of this social media side where they could get exposed or i would never know what amin in aman thought of some, some cricketer footballer wrestler boxer singer i'd have no idea but now you can comment i can comment who knows who will comment on the youtube video some people will comment with questions some people will comment about our appearance some people you know and if you do comment about our appearance that's not even original i've mentioned it come up with something original to make a, a horrible comment about <laughs> and you, you but can't there's, win there's no point of even like hating you like i don't know why even there I've, I've watched so many videos on tiktok and like people hating on andrew tate yes especially well, he's women's. a polarizing figure yeah, but like, for example, like I've been watching so many people like there, there is a guy who's been uh, going on the streets and talking to girls and telling them, do you know Andrew Tate? They're going to answer yes. Why do you hate him? Oh, he's a misogyny. Okay, tell me one thing that he said wrong about them. So then he's, they're going to be like, oh, I'm busy to the class. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm this. So there's no point. And this is crazy. If you hate someone, ask yourself, why do you hate him? Did he behave wrong? Did he did this? Did he write? Go deep and talk to him, uh, like personally, on why you. I remember. Because... I remember it must have been about four or five years ago. I was in a coffee shop, a coffee shop I used yeah. to go into a lot, and there the the lady that used to serve me. I was on first name terms with her. We were having a chat, and um, I can't remember how we got into the conversation, but we got into the conversation of Jordan Peterson, and. She said to me, oh, yeah, I don't like him. He's he's horrible, racist. And I was just like, yeah. when, when, when's he said anything racist? What, you know, what, what, where, where did you read something he had written or heard him in an interview that was racist? And she, yeah. and she just said to me, and this is the first time I was exposed to it in person. She goes, I've, mm. I've never read anything or heard anything he said. That's it's just what I've been told. And I was wow. just like. <laughs> but you've just said he's racist. She goes, yeah. Yeah. I said, but if you've not read anything that he's written or heard anything about him in an interview, if you've never watched yeah. anything he's done, I said, How are you gonna hate 
I said he's just a, a psycho, uh, a psychologist who does a load yeah. of YouTube classes and has got into an argument in Canada about whether you should be allowed to legislate how people speak in Canadian law. I said, I'm not. Yeah. Where, where have you heard him say anything racist? And she just, and she basically admitted that she saw a picture of him. She wouldn't know it was him. She'd never, she'd never seen him. But had come to this conclusion and this idea because somebody I had said, yeah. "Yeah," and that, and that, this a lot of that is with thinking. Andrew Tate. A lot of that with Andrew Tate is the same. It's exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've never listened to him, and yeah. because I've never listened to him, I'm going to assume that he's everything people say he is. And some of look, I tell you, one of the main things that people miss about Andrew Tate is he actually talks a lot from his point of view. And he's been very clear about that. He doesn't say, this works for you, this works for you. He's saying, this is what worked for me. Yeah. And, and the way that I my outlook in life is, this is how it works for me, right? Exactly. And, and he knows how to say things in such a way that there's, there's two ways. One, it garners attention because he's yeah. in that whole manosphere, red pill society. And yeah. then there's kind of another thing, which is split into two. He's either saying things that young men, young boys, wish they had the courage to say for themselves. Yeah. They wish they could be that confident, that brash. And then there's the other ones who are just triggered by him because they're like, how dare you say something that I don't agree with? Yeah. And, you know, he, he just did it successfully enough that he got enough attention, they kicked it. It was funny because they said he got banned on Instagram. Well, he never had yeah. an Instagram account. Yeah, but he never but, had an Instagram but, account. But what I believe is like people who are talking about him is like being like, um, oh, he's uh, misogyny, he's this and he's that. And these are the people who are lazy. They don't want to work out. They don't want to listen to motivational speaker. They don't want to get motivated. They don't want to change their life. They just want to be stuck at the home play video games or do something that they love, waste their time and be with a girl who, who is going to break up with you or any year or anything and not planning for your future. But like, there are so many positive things Andrew Tate says. Like if you see a, a guy in a positive way, your mind will be positive. There are so many, like, for example, he've been saying about, uh, about life on how to get rich, how to do this, mm -hmm. how to not be broke. How do, don't, don't go broke? What's the main reason for the people are being more broke, not rich? Because they are lazy. They don't know how to uh, figure out things. Oh, I'm just going to sleep. I'm going to try to think. No, just do it right now. Don't be lazy. Be in a shape. Eat healthy food. So people don't see this good side of him. They just want to be like arrogance, as I mentioned before. They just want to be like, oh, he's, he's like this, he's that. The thing is, though, one of the things, and I'm not defending those people, because I do actually think a lot of people could do with a good dose of Andrew Tate, you know. Um, and at the end of the day, whether you like him or not, he is a former legitimate ex-world kickboxing champion. So he has backed yeah. up what he says. You can't say he doesn't. It's not like he was a world champion kickboxer. That That's exactly. pretty much as legitimate as you can make it for the speech that he gives. And one of the things I think that where people don't like it is there are a lot of people, especially young men who are, yeah. they're struggling and yeah. that they want to know how to be like Andrew Tate. When Andrew Tate will tell you himself, don't try and be like me, be the best version of you. And they're trying exactly. to, but they don't know how to be the best version of themselves. And they're too afraid to fail. They're too afraid to try. You know, yeah. and, look, and, and I'll give you a really a good example in the moment. Right. You messaged me yesterday. I think it was. Was it yesterday? And I, yeah, I guess I think it was yesterday. And you said, yeah. hey, I've been I've watched I've watched bits of your podcast. I love your clips. They're really motivating. And I love your podcast. And and you and I started having a chat, and, like, and we just said, well, why didn't, we come, why didn't we do a podcast together? Let's just do an episode. And you were like, yeah, that's great. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's great. And here we are, less than 24 hours later, doing a podcast together. But if exactly. you hadn't had the courage to reach out to me, it would never have happened. 
never happened. Yeah. I took and, a step. And yeah, exactly. You took one step. And I might have ignored the message, said no, not replied, whatever. But you just like, well, I'll take one step. And then I was just like, hey, how's it going? Thanks. Appreciate the comments. Yeah. You know, I, you know, thank you for the kindness. Thank you for supporting yeah. me. You know, and then here we are, twenty-four hours later, and we're having a, we're having another conversation, recording a podcast together. And but you you had the faith and the courage to take that step. Yeah. And you can't. Not everyone can be six foot four and Andrew Tate. But you can, mm. if there's an idea that you have of who you want to be and what that looks like. Start writing down yeah. what that is. Start writing down what the habits and rituals and routines of that person would be. Exactly. And then start putting that into practice. But you have to understand you're going to fail. You're going to get rejections. You want as many failures and as many rejections as possible because that's the steepest learning curve. Exactly. And the more you get immune to rejections, the more you get immune to failures, the more you start working out all of the things you did right, and you you just become better and better. And then everyone's questioning, how did you get to this level of excellence? Well, because I failed a lot and yeah. got rejected. Yeah. This is also. I just would like to add an advice for everyone who's uh, trying to change their life, trying to change the way they think, trying to change so many uh things in their life so i've met my classmates like when, when they were the, the during the covids and uh so seeing them in the mall and everything they come to me and tell me i mean you've changed the way you talk the way you speak the way you stand the way you look and everything you've changed your mind is different your mind is bigger well i said yes i did but they don't know how i used to struggle to change myself how i lock up myself in the room be sit alone and learn so many new stuffs and everything. So even if, if anyone is listening and trying to uh, change their life, you're going to face so many problems, as David said. But don't say any excuses in your life. Don't add up any excuse. If you want to do something, oh, well, I cannot, I'm tired. No, do it right now. Stop making excuses. Because even, uh, David, let me be honest with you. Like, in seven, seven years ago, maybe, when I was, like, a teenager even, I had never heard someone told me I'm depressed, I'm sad. It just came right now. These three years, people are just being depressed. They're being sad. They just, seven years ago, six years ago, they don't know what does depression really mean. And now they use depression as an excuse. Why didn't you come at the party? Well, I was, I'm depressed, I'm sad, my life. Why your life is like that? What's going on? Where did you, like, pose in your life something? Where did you stuck up? What happened? Why you cannot solve your own problems? So this is the one thing, but people just be saying, coming up with so many excuses and excuses. Excuses are like poisons. So don't, yeah, don't make any excuses. If you keep on making excuses, well done. You're just lazy with, a, with an excuse. The thing we have to try and achieve, though, and this, this is where it gets difficult, is how. It's the how, right? So how do you bridge the gap? So you and I, when we were talking before I started recording, I told you about those little one-minute videos, how they came about, right, and why. And that came from a pain point. Something very painful had happened in my life, and I had decided exactly. enough. Enough is enough. I need to do something for me. And one of the reasons I was doing those, I started doing those videos and making them public, because the very early ones, what you actually see is lots of text and quotes, and I'm talking over the top of them. Yeah. And then I was just like, no, you're hiding, you're hiding your face. And I think it was a uh, Carlton, a friend of mine from Brunton Media, who said to me, okay. you should just talk into them, let people see your face. And I knew that I was afraid to do that because I was worried about what people would say. I knew people were already laughing at me. And I did it because I wanted to become immune to what people thought about me. So mm. I knew that I was worried. I knew that I was afraid. 
And I was just like, well, if I humiliate myself enough, sooner or later, I won't care. So I was just like, right, I'll just do those one minute motivational videos, those one minute heartfelt videos about people's pain points in life. I'll do it for six months and leave it at that. It's yeah. now nearly 20, it's three years ago. Nearly three years. It's, it's, yes, it's almost three years. So that within a couple of months, it'll be three years that I've been doing it for. And I've had, they've been watched millions of times on various platforms. I've probably had nearly 100,000 messages, comments, you know, but it was, I did it because I was afraid of what people would think. And I yeah. wanted to make myself immune to that. And I knew the only way to do that was to put myself in a place where I'm fully exposed to all of my vulnerabilities. You know, mm. and that's the same. So if this, you're, is what for, I told you. Hmm? this is what I told you about the music. Like I was afraid yeah. that the reason why I having uh, 73 unreleased music is because I was afraid from the society, afraid of if they're going to accept me or not. But right now, I don't care if they're going to accept me or not, because I know mm. the society is sick. The society just is like failed society. You know what I mean? They're just going to be loving something that they just hate on them. You know, what's the most trend thing is going on in the conversation or uh, people be talking about is like lies. People don't like to hear facts. No, no, they don't. They, uh, yeah, for example, Andrew Tate is talking about facts. People hate on it. They prefer lies more than the facts. They prefer someone is changing his life better than worse. No, let him be worse. Let him listen to more sad songs. Let him be depressed. Let him smoke cracks. Let him smoke anything that's not legal and everything. This is what the, they want the person to be. Why you want that person to be sad? Like, with Andrew Tate, most... though, but with Andrew yeah. Tate, do they really hate what he says or do they hate that he's more successful than them? Since he got banned, I believe he got so many people. He got so many better and big fans. Right now he's in Dubai, which is like four hours uh, ahead yeah. from uh, my town. Yeah. So there are so many people respecting him. Actually, uh, there, there is a guy. His name is Tam Khan. They're, they're together for may, around maybe 10 years. And people are loving him. People are, are appreciating him. Thank you. You changed my life. The reason why I'm having so many muscles and doing push-ups, it's because of you. I'm doing 100 push-ups because of Andrew Tate. And this is what makes him inspire. They banned good people. This is what's the problem. If They just want to find something. Here's wrong. the thing. What was he banned from? It, it, because he's a misogyny. This is what no, no. They, they've been what, what platform oh. was he banned from? Instagram and all platforms, YouTube and Instagram. Yeah. Any platforms, you know. He he never had an Instagram account. He had corporate aid. Yeah, but he never used it. He's still on Twitter. He tweeted today. No, come on, he's banded. Yeah. He's on Twitter. I see his tweet today. I'll just I'll double check in case I'm wrong. I'll check while we're recording. Let me just go on Twitter <laughs> on my phone. Excuse me, people. I'll just double check. I'm sure I've seen a tweet from him today. If there is also a fact, there is a fact fa uh, fake account on uh, TikTok by the name of Andrew Tate and got verified. Mm. These are the fake accounts. So I don't. I'm pretty sure like... he made a statement saying he's never been on TikTok. Yeah. He's never had a TikTok account. Exactly. Yeah. 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 He mentioned it by himself. And I'm pretty sure he said about his own um, Instagram account, he hardly ever used it. Is he on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Tate. Yeah, he's on Twitter still. He tweeted two hours ago. Is it the motivation or something about motivation? Uh, it's about crypto. Uh, he's talking about crypto. Yeah, I think he, you can see that... where he is. He's in Dubai. I'm gonna check later. Then uh, after this uh, podcast, I'm gonna be. I'll be checking because I thought he's banned from uh, everywhere. Hmm? No, not everywhere. There was a lot, a big outcry. 
there was a big outcry about everything he did, but I remember remember him saying that I think like his his Instagram account he hadn't used it for months, or he very rarely used it. So and this is what he was saying is all of these things I've been banned from, I'm not yeah. on them. And well, you just and all it did <laughs> is give him is gave him far more publicity than he ever had before. Exactly, like the ban thing made him more like uh, famous. People are yeah. watching him more and more, and now he's people like are now he, looking he, for him. Yeah, on Rumble, <laughs> Rumble.com. Well, people, yeah, well, people that had never heard people had never heard of him. Suddenly, he was on all the news channels. He got yeah, televised exactly. all around the world. Joe Rogan yeah. was even talking about him. Exactly. So, but so, even even like uh, about people are finding uh, like so many stuff, so whether it's good or bad or anything. One thing I would like to mention, even like uh, for people who want to change their life as well. The problem is they invest their life in social media more into real life. For mm. example. After a long time, I'm, I'm going out with my friends, sitting there, friend gathering and eating uh, dinner together. So I'm sitting here. I hate to use my phone while I'm with someone. I would like to spend more. What did you do yesterday, the day after? What are you planning for the future? What are you doing right now? This is what I prefer sitting with them. So I use my phone less. I just keep it on the silent. Emergency calls or anything, I just pick it up. So... What they be doing, like sitting, finish eating and everything, no conversation, nothing, talking like trash, no any like good points, just took their phone. Oh, look at this beautiful girl or look this what's conversation. this time. I had this conversation with a very good friend of mine, friend of mine, Sydney. Yeah. And actually, funnily enough, next month, I think Sydney and I are going to start a podcast together. And one of the things we're going to, and this is the reason I mentioned, one of the things we're going to talk about in one of the episodes, they're going to be short episodes. Um, like probably no more than 20 minutes. And one of the things we're going to talk about is modern men in dating. All right. And the reason I say that is because we were talking about the problems. And this is the thing. It's like rather than talk about the problems, let's talk about the solutions. And one yeah. of the things that was very different for Sydney and I, when we were when we were in our teens, there was no internet. There were no smartphones. You didn't know what was going on in the next town 10 miles away unless you went over there. All right. So because yeah. of that, we had two two advantages. One, you could get bored very easily if you didn't find things to do. So you tended yeah. to always try and be busy and find things to do. Otherwise, you were bored. Whereas today, you can sit, you can get up at, in the morning and stay on your phone until you go to bed. When yeah. I was when I was 16 years old, if I was to sit in a room with nothing, I had nothing to do and I could only stare at a wall f until I went to bed. That's how bored could you imagine trying to get somebody today to just do nothing, sit still and do nothing. Well we had two choices, <laughs> sit still and do nothing or get up and find something to do. So yeah. that always meant you were out about trying to do things, et cetera, et cetera. Then when it came to girls, there were no dating apps, no dating sites, because the internet didn't exist. So you, again, yeah. you only had two options. Option one, you had to find a way to show off so that girls would see you. And then once yeah. they'd seen you, you had to walk up and say hello. And that was it. But again, all of these things make you uncomfortable. And yeah. we, by human nature, don't like feeling uncomfortable. And one of the things like you and I have to try and bridge, help people bridge, to help them get yeah. to that next step, is why is helping them understand why it's important to get uncomfortable. Why that's important. Because it was really uncomfortable being bored so but it was less uncomfortable trying to find things to do right if you wanted yeah. to be attractive to the opposite sex when i was younger you had to do something that made you attractive you know what I mean? you exactly. had to if you're outside with 10 mates you've gone to a party you've gone to a disco 
gone to a club, whatever, or you're just out and about in town, you've got to stand out from the crowd. Well, the easiest way to stand out from the crowd was to walk up to girls and say hello. Now, you might get rejected 20 times. But at least you're trying. Well, you go up to 20 girls and say hello. Three of them will talk to you and take your phone number. And yeah. some About of the ones love, are you, are you, I was just saying, because some mean, of the ones that reject you. Do you mind me asking you something? Yeah, are you married or single? Single. Oh, wow. And about love. What do you think about love? It's your podcast. I'm asking you. <laughs> no, I don't mind. I don't mind. Love is um, a confused concept. Is wow. love, love typically love starts with how somebody makes you feel about yourself. You get addicted to the feeling of how you feel when they're around you. Yeah. Then if it's a healthy relationship, you get an unbreakable bond. Yeah. And there's something about that person that in any crowded room it blocks out the noise and you only notice them and when you're having a bad day you want to come home to them when you're having a good day you want to come home to them that's exactly. love but ultimately it's always in any given situation about how that person makes you feel about yourself and that's what separates it from everything else. Because when it's a good person with a good person who loves you the same, you both feel good about yourselves. I mean, by the way, you're totally right about love. And um, I feel you. But I, I don't know why like I've been in so many relationships, like, no, not so many. I mean, just five relationships, all of them failed. And they're the one who had the decision to break up with me. I'm not the one because for me, loving is like fighting. You're a soldier and you must protect your woman or your girl. You must mm -hmm. protect them from being sad, from being depressed, from needed someone needing anything. That's why I'm not with, uh, anyone who's saying like a girl is having guy friends and everything because it's different in Middle East a little bit. So that's why I'm with that uh, fact. It's like you must be her friend, her father, her brother, her everything. You must complete her because love completes us. Completes can, I just, men, completes can I just clarify because obviously you are in the Middle East and there's lots of there are people don't realize there's different cultures even within the middle east so you, yeah. is, is oman a strict muslim country well to be honest with you not that much no because no. that's what i'm saying because i know like in um i know like with i think well iraq afghanistan it's a really if you are a male you should never speak to a female you should either speak to her brother, her husband, or her father. But you should no, never... Like we, we, in, in university, uh, students uh, like study together in the college. There are women and there are boys, teenagers. And no, it's fine. They even work together. Like my country even... What I mean is in, 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 strict, in strict Muslim countries, if you're like a, a single man and you're out and you're... There's a, say, there, there's a woman with her husband. You shouldn't yeah. really try and have conversations with her, you should try and have them with her husband. Well, uh, it depends, actually. It depends on the people, uh, David. That, that's honest, what I'm saying. I mean, that's what I'm saying about the Middle East has lots of different cultures. And depending on where you are, depends on what that culture they, is. But I believe, like, every everyone, every man would uh, directly to, uh, speak to the man rather than the wife is more better. Man to man. This is what I mean, like, in, in, in every country, it, in every... It, 
generation. You know what I mean? Like, this is my girl. Don't speak to my girl. Speak to me. What do you want? What's going on? Oh, she's beautiful. She's nice. What do you want? Okay, that's it. Fine. You can go. You can leave. But no, it's not. It's not like that. I mean, people sit at the coffee together and everything. Mm. And as I mentioned, like, there's a great history about like Oman and uh, and and I'm a big fan actually about my own country. I, I mean, like, I wish everyone is. So I mean, no, no, it's not a strict kind of thing. But I mean, yeah. in love, I mean, love had so many generations. Love changes with generation. Love changes with so many things. Yeah. So even like um. But uh, also, sorry, just just quick. Love also changes with expectancy. It's what you expect from it, you know. Because yeah. love a hundred years ago was very different to the Disney love that's presented today. Exactly, because it it, it I think men and women, they are the most reason they change love and they change the rule of the love and they change what does love mean. They change all the these authorities. They just change it, come up and change it. If a guy is loving someone and the girl is a pure heart, she's loving him, addicted to him and everything, sharing all of his feelings. The boy is just like cheating on him without her knowing. So then, then she's going to find out. Then the, the, the thing is going to happen is like they're fighting and telling, oh, you find them, blah, blah. And then she doesn't believe in love because I was there. There was a time I didn't believe in love. I thought I was not loved by the people. I thought there is no. But then I realized love is made for me. But with time, with time, there are, I'm, I'll be finding the woman that I want, the woman who will be sharing the same love I will be sharing with her, the, the feeling that I'm sharing to sharing it to everyone. Because I had, I told you, like uh, four and five uh, relationships I've been. And right now I'm still like single and uh, I prefer I'm doing what you love is more better. I'm going to be like focusing on the music, on my career, on my business as well. So I don't think you can be loving someone right now without you building yourself. You I agree with you there 100%. I think one of the things that uh, is missing, and it's one of the things that Andrew Tate is very good at talking about, and that you need yeah. to establish yourself first, then worry about finding a wife. No. This is how you attract them because you know, like for example, being in a love, a girl is staying in her family house and um, mm. like sitting there, and she's not like traveling anywhere. She's never been into a like um, Iceland or anywhere else. So if you build up yourself, and she's loving you, and telling her, telling her to wait, let me build my future. Mm -hmm. Then we're gonna spend our whole life, enjoy the world, enjoy whatever you like. I will buy you. You cannot just let any girl to just go and buy you a coffee or anything. Even it's it's okay, like it's fine, but not always. You know what I mean? Like not yeah. all the time letting her pay and everything, given she's rich or not and everything. But as a man, your job is at least like to protect her and even to serve her, like and even inviting her and take her out in a, in a good date and everything. But this is the most problem I told you, like uh, uh, what's going on with love is them not believing in themselves. The woman keep on thinking about uh, enjoy because enjoy is an addiction that they don't realize that it's there. Going out with friends, uh, uh, coming home late, 12.30, 1.30 and um, not doing something good in your life. So that's here. It's addiction and it's a big problem for girls. Well, then they're going to come up. Yeah? Well, as you say, it comes back to this thing about the internet because it's with with the internet you've got this thing again where people can be distracted so they don't ever have to be present and they can find um happiness or quick sort of quick hits of happiness wherever they are just by jumping on the internet just by flicking through tiktok videos so you don't have to do me anything meaningful when you're young and then what happens yeah. is, and we're starting to see this now, that men and women get into their 30s and they've had enough of relationships. They're sick and tired of it. Or, you know, you, you will know from following some of Andrew Tate's stuff and um, you've probably seen Fresh and Fit and people like that. And they all talk about how women hit that wall at 30, suddenly want to settle down, but they can't find any nice guys because the nice guys are pissed off with their attitudes. And they don't want to do that anymore. They've had enough. Um, but these things will sort themselves out because 
the problem is what's happened for the first time is you've got the first the first generation of people have hit they had the internet you know and they they hit, got into adulthood with dating apps tinder instagram tiktok you know because like facebook wasn't up didn't start until what 2007 when it became popular or something you know so so yeah. all of these social media sites are relatively in terms of human evolution are new people don't understand them really and it's only what five six seven years maybe where you've had things like instagram even i was i think i first went on instagram in 2016 i think so all of these things have happened basically have happened in the last 10 years and now all of these women and all of these men are start, starting to talk about their experiences so the next generation that will come up will handle it differently exactly yeah and and one thing just to mention is like uh people getting uh older and giving them advices as you said like for this our generation love was like this and this there is a quote in arabic actually I'm, i will try my best to translate it is like don't raise your kids as your parents raised you yeah. exactly yeah, because yeah because it's it's different the generation changes the more uh, the, the future is changing they're going to be flying cars and everything so you cannot uh raise your kids as your parents raised you yeah. by beating or by this or by that we don't care but you cannot raise them you will raise them what you had on your generation and what you tried in your life and what you did and speaking about love if someone is loving someone or a girl loving a boy or boy loving a girl whatever i believe they have to think like love is creating a family hmm. you get my point yeah you cannot just love someone and getting addicted to like making out or anything no if you love someone believing in them you must see their eyes and can you see the future see their eyes can you spot the future with them do you believe that you're going to be having your kids with them, everything, your dream house? Because then your plan is going to be buy a house and then buy a car. Hmm. Because you're creating a family. You cannot just love a girl, love a woman, and just uh, be spending and enjoy. And I, I told you, enjoying his addiction, enjoy your life, going to Thailand or going to Dubai, spend your life and time and waste all of your money there without focusing on the future that you're going to be having a kid you're going to be a mother you're going to be a dad one day and even about uh, addiction uh, social media and girls going out for example <clears throat> what's the main problem is like there are, i told you two types of person lovers and haters good boys bad boys good girls bad girls so if a woman goes out with a bad girl or anything it doesn't mean she have to do a bad thing uh the lady a have to do it the woman a the mm -hmm. woman b is like this and that and everything but the woman a okay i know and everything and i know so many people are going to comment well not everyone is the same i know i'm not telling everyone is the same but i'm telling like the main point i'm trying to like uh explore the things that so that people get deep into it so there, there will be a people, you're a girl, you're going to be trying to do so many things, taking advices from these girls. Oh, I talked to three boys. I talked to four boys. I have four boyfriends. I have four this and everything. I eat from this. My mom doesn't care about me. I get home late. So there, she's going to be listening. She, she was like, oh, okay, I have to do the same. Why my man is caring more about me? What is this? I have to be like her. I have to enjoy. Well, did you forget that you're going to be a mother one day? If you're speaking to 10 and up, up to 15 men at the same day and cheating on them all and putting a shame on your name or like your name is going to be more popular and everything. Don't you get the thing afraid is, that though, one day you're... Yeah. The, the thing is, and this is my take on it, is, mm -hmm. and it comes back to something we were talking about, very similar to what we were talking about before we started recording, is... One of the things I think is a bit of a problem is men focus too much on women's behavior. Man, you're correct. Yes. Right. Instead of focusing on themselves. Now, exactly. if, if you're going to give, if, if you're a girl, if you're a young girl and you're getting attention of 10 different men, what's the problem? You're, you're the one, 
it's it's not your fault you're getting the attention of 10 men if they, if they, if they want to give you that attention you're going to take it yeah, yeah. It, it's it's the thing is is you've got 10 men all trying to compete for the attention of one girl she's just well what she's supposed to do she's won the raffle she's won the lottery and you've got all of these you, you you see it all the time on the internet and you see it in you know social media especially you know uh, there's people that i follow there's people that i see people that i'm friends with they'll post up um a picture and of them and their dogs and it gets a like they post yeah. up a picture that's slightly seductive and they get a hundred likes and 50 men in the comments saying you're gorgeous you're beautiful well which which picture do you start putting up if you want some attention let me just interrupt you, David, real quick. The people who give a girl more attention, first, maybe he's broke and he's lazy and he doesn't know what his future, he didn't discover his future. What Andrew Tate said, you're going to build up yourself, get a six-pack, hmm. think to make money, start your own business, buy a house, buy your dream car, then you're going to attract all the women. Beautiful one and everyone. That's the point. See, this is this is the thing is this is why I don't think this is why, in a way, I refuse yeah. to be critical of young women. All they're yeah. doing is being them. They're being themselves. And you've got lots of men giving them attention. Now, if you're one of those stop it, all men, stop giving them meaningless attention. And they all start behaving differently. But exactly. if you walk into a bar and there's a group of girls in competitions trying to do shots and getting absolutely legless and can't walk home that night, I'm going to guess that's not good wife material. So why are you giving her so much attention? Now, yeah. I'm not, I don't have an issue at all on how she's behaving. Free will, her mind, her body is up to her. And I, I will not yeah. disrespect any of them in that way. But if that's not, if, if a girl who can do 20 shots of tequila in a night in a bar and, and stagger home and not know where she is or who she slept with that night, if that's your idea of good wife, a good wife for the future, yeah. we'll go and marry her. But don't come and complain when it doesn't work out. The girl that you want isn't at the bar doing 20 shots of tequila being bought with shots of tequila being bought by 10 different guys. Exactly. Exactly. That's not and where you're going Andrew to. But what I'm saying is, some... sorry, yeah. just give me a second. What I'm saying is yes, men unfairly put standards on women and then chase after the women that don't match those standards. So if exactly. you've got a certain standard that you want from a woman, don't go to places you're not going to find those standards and then complain about the women. Exactly. Yeah. But they do. And then men moan about women. Women are just creatures the same as we are. Exactly. And, and Wallah, I need to be honest with you, I swear, David... Most of the people who came to me and talked to me and who are sad, they are strangers, not even my friends and everyone, my yeah. followers as well. The majority of these people are men are being depressed, want to kill themselves, yeah. keep on drinking alcohol, doing drugs and everything just because to reduce their pain. They got that pain from a stranger. And she's, they've been in a relationship and she's a girl, she's a stranger. You've been talking to her for seven up to nine months or one year. She's knowing all of your secrets. What do you do? What do you love? And she's turned to be a stranger. The men are so sad, so depressed. But to be honest with you, nobody cares about them. Nobody cares about a man. Exactly. You know, so it's, yeah. it, I, again, I, I, I will wheel back slightly and say there is a common idea that m nobody cares about men lots of people care about men women 
tend to in the media get more attention about who cares about them. I'll agree, you know, without a shadow of a doubt. But again, my 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 issue with this always is not how women behave. That is my issue. My issue is men blaming them for the way they behave when you're the one giving her attention. Attention, exactly. Right. So if you don't like how she behaves, don't give her any attention. You can't. I, I've seen it and I've coached it a thousand times. A guy will come yeah. to me because he's broken up with somebody. And I've been guilty of this myself. So I'm not I'm talking from personal experience. You invest yeah. your purpose. You invest your meaning in life, your purpose of who you are and everything you're trying to achieve in somebody else. And then when that person doesn't fulfill the expectations you placed on them, you get upset with them about it. Instead of looking at yourself saying, why was I trying to fulfill something through that person? If you were a, if you were a young man listening to this, focus on yourself, focus on your purpose. And when a girl comes along, do not invest the meaning and purpose of your life in her. Carry on as you are. Focus on what you're doing. She will either come along and compliment that, or you'll find out she's not the one. But I guarantee exactly. you, and here's the thing, if she's, if you're investing your entire purpose and meaning in life in a girl, and you find out nine months later that she's been having interest with ten other guys, where, where why we... Where did she ever say that you were the one? How was she supporting you? How was she doing what you expected? You know, but she never was, but you placed expectations on her. And exactly. she never lived up to them. And you then carried on giving it attention. You wouldn't do the same with a tradesman. You wouldn't do the same in business with somebody. You would have an idea of what you expect. And then when that business didn't fulfill that, you'd be like, this isn't working. And you'd walk away. You wouldn't keep trying to chase after it. You would just say, obviously, obviously you don't want my business. But men, men are so worried about being on their own, being single, that they will chase after anything, whether it's good or bad, and have no standards and then blame it on women. And I'm not saying women are faultless. I'm saying stop blaming women for your own actions. Yeah. Look at yourself first. This is what I believe, actually, David. And, and like, what you said is totally right. And I agree with you. Is stop blaming women. Start blaming yourself because yeah. you're the one who's giving attention to the women, to the girls and everyone. But... As you said, love is something that you're going to just get distracted, something that you're going to just get addicted to it. Love is like a nicotine. Mm. If you take it once, you're going to be taking it more and more and more and more. A guy doesn't know what his future is, didn't even plan up for his future. He's going to be lost, broken and lost in his mm. life. So the problem is like, in my experience, one of uh, my ex actually, she uh been with me and uh we, we, we've been in a relationship and by the way i don't talk about my personal uh, relationships it's my first time so when she was with me and uh, we were discussing about uh our future and she was telling me oh that we were gonna do this and that and uh we're gonna be planning our future kids name and everything you know what yeah, getting yeah. in a lot yeah, we've planning. all been there yeah yeah exactly so after that I was just like kidding. I, I, sometimes I smell future. I can see it, whether I can see someone's eyes or anything. If you're sitting with me five around to six minutes, I can see it, the future, what you're going to be or what you want to do in your life. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me just prank her. I called her. Hey, what's up? How are you? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. Who is this guy? I just named any guy. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I don't know. Why are you keep saying this and that? Oh, excuses. Excuses are poisons. Poisons are problems. So I was like, there's something wrong. I must dig deep. Beloved with her. 
So then after a week ago, I found out she was having a relationship with a guy and the, that guy saw my picture with her and said, she said, he's my cousin. So I was like, wow, what? Is this for real? And I even got proofs. I don't believe anyone unless I see a proof of her saying this. And yeah, and after that, I, I, I didn't even send a goodbye message or anything. I just walked away and, yeah. and she didn't even care. And she didn't even text me back or anything. But she keeps on seeing my pages, not only her. Five of my exes, they keep on sneaking on my page. Just they want to see. I know for a fact they don't watch their other exes. They watch me specifically because they know Amin is different. Amin have a big, bright future. Amin is going to be treating her wife like a queen. And he's going to be like uh, creating a big, happy family. They know, they believe it, but it's still, they, they still like mess up everything, mess up the relationship and doesn't know. To every man who's watching this, trust me, it, I experienced this at, at once, but what I believe is like, most of these girls, if they're in a relationship, they don't only talk to you, they talk to other men as well. Don't come up to me and tell me, oh, my girl is pure. She's like this and everything. No, she doesn't only talk to you. She talks to many one. It depends on the girl. I'm not blaming everyone. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, there are some girls who will be like, not only you're not the only one who's talking. When you're at sleep, she's be talking to other dudes, other guys. And, 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 and I'm telling, like, if you're, in a, if you're a guy listening to this conversation, listening to the, this podcast, and if you're suffering from this one, what I want you to do is like, it's time for you to stop playing so small, giving attention, people on the outside, maybe judging your journey, what you have to do, what you don't have to do. They don't understand what you are, what you're planning to do. You're so isolated and never want to hang out anymore. You must be careful for your future. You must be planning everything. Stop giving attention to social media, uh, happiness, going out, spending your time more out and playing, uh, getting addicted to uh, social media and playing video games, you must stop all of these things. You must focus on your future. They can't see all of your hard works. No one can see it. And if even if someone is working hard, I believe they don't have to show it off. I really worked hard this time. No, don't say it. If you worked hard, that's enough. If you did 100 push-ups, that's okay. But don't even let the people see the changes on you. Oh, this thing changed on you. Uh, something changed on you. This like, this, that. Dream the future. I mean, build your future. I'm sorry, got an alarm. Build your future that you made. As kids, for example, me, I, when I was a kid, I used to say, oh, mom, I want to buy a Ferrari. I want to buy a Lamborghini. But after getting in love, after getting in friend zones, danger, bad and good, I forgot about the Lamborghini. I kept on making it as a dream. So when I sleep, I dream that car. But when I go out, I drive a broke car. Mm -hmm. So why don't I put the broke car and buy something? There are so many ways to make money and making money is so easy, but people still don't realize it. What Andrew usually says is they're getting lazy. They don't work out. That's why they're still broke. Yeah. And that's a great place. Crazy life. Yeah, that's a great place to stop. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, David. This was Amin. His, please do check out his YouTube channel. Check out his social medias. And he will be back on in a couple of weeks. So do please leave us your comments and questions.